Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes! Hey everybody, what's going on? It is your two favorite dads, your digital daddies, your online in-laws, your podcasting papas. It's gone yeah. old school again. It's me and Dan taking things hey. back, straight back to 1985. Hey. Which, uh, I think that might be the first time or the earliest I can go when we were both alive. I wasn't alive yet. <laughs> oh, uh, 1986. Not alive. <laughs> uh, well, that's, I'm going to stop then because I'm just getting, <laughs> I'm seeming older and older with that. Okay, so anyways... We've decided to pop on here, record one of these loose fit, uh, relaxed episodes that we used to do where they could just kind of rambled all over the place and get this out of our system, touch base with a friend and, and see how life is and yeah, just make some content because that's really what it's all about. Yeah, buddy. So for now, we are going to jump right in. And I just want to say, Dan, um, Jack has started treating me and Gloria differently. He behaves around me. He obeys me. He doesn't really whine when I tell him no. Uh, everything's the opposite with her. It's all a task. What's your experience with that? You got anything going on like that at your house? Uh, yeah, it's just the opposite, though. Um, usually, well, in my case, not usually, but in my case, where my wife's home with our daughter all the time, she you know, doesn't listen to her very often. But when I come home where I'm working, she listens to me for the most part. So it's you know, it's the, it's the same as in our kids listen to the dad more so than the mom, but it's opposite because you're the stay at home parent and I'm the working parent in our, in each of our situations. So it's a little, it's a little backwards when you said that I was like, huh, okay. But Hey, everybody's, every kid's different. Every parent's different, but yeah, I'm uh shoot. We've been going through that for good God. I don't know. A long time. I've lost count of how many months that's been uh going on um so what do you what do you want to know uh it's just it really bothers obviously gloria more than me because he's pretty much behaving for the most part with me yeah but i'm just wondering i guess is there anything that libby does to kind of uh i guess stay sane or is there a technique she uses to you try to guide her back to more of a, a neutral kind of behavior? Um, uh, yeah, I think she tries to um, reason with her, like tell her, explain to her why she's telling her what she's telling her. Like if it's no, or if it's, Hey, do this, or this is why I'm telling you, no, this is why I'm telling you to do this. Like a good example. Um, during Halloween and even now with the holiday season coming to a wrap, um, the whole candy thing, you know, we don't give her 17 pieces of candy at once. We kind of, okay, you can have one now and then you got to wait like five or 10 minutes and then you can have another one and then wait a little bit longer than last time. And then you can have another one. And then after that, it's like, okay, no more for a couple hours or an hour. That way you can kind of burn off some of that sugar that you just took in and not be bouncing off the walls for the whole day. So like Libby will tell her, you know, no, you can't have any. And she, of course, no, I want candy. And then she'll kind of tell her, Hey, 
you know, she'll fight with fight, quote unquote, fight with her. No, you can't have any right now. Wait, 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 wait. And then, um, she'll just tell her, Hey, you know, you got to wait. And then, um, as far as like, well, that's, that's not really like reasoning with her, explaining her, but, uh, to her why, cause she doesn't really understand that sugar makes you go bonkers sometimes, but that's, that's kind of the way you have to wait. I told you, cause I kind of like, cause I told you so, but, um, in that example, and, but with me, like, I'll tell her, no, you have to wait. And she'll be like, no, I want some more. I said, Madison, no, I said, no, you have to wait. And then I just kind of, if she starts going on about it, I kind of, I don't ignore her because I can hear her. I can't tune her out, but I just kind of let her do her thing. And, you know, if it goes on for too long, I'm like, Hey, what did I tell you? And when I say that to her, it's kind of like the dad voice. Like, you know, what did I tell you? I said, no knows no and she mm, pouts and and goes on about her day but um yeah that as far as the candy thing now like picking up her toys that's a whole nother animal uh you know we both try to reason with her that's not gotten through on either of our parts so she doesn't listen to us on that that's another example of like hey you need to pick up your toys because we're gonna trip and fall or whatever they're in the way because she loves to leave everything right where you're gonna walk um, I don't know if, if your, if your son does that too, but that's kind of the reasoning aspect of it. Um, on the other side of that coin, uh, sh- that, like I said, she still doesn't listen to us, either one of us that well on that. Um, I try to go one step further and be like, Hey, help me. Uh, we've talked about this a little bit, I think in the past, help me pick up your toys. You know, I'll pick up this half, you pick up this half or, or whatever. And that, you know, if I have to start doing it before she'll like do it. I wish it was, she would do it and then I could come down and start helping her. But yeah, that's, that's about it. I mean, I just try to, where she deals with her all day, I can tell where she gets frustrated. Like, uh, maybe she's tried the whole, Hey, no, or Hey, it's in the, it's in the walkway. You're going to trip. We're all going to trip. Maybe she's tried that five or six times and it's still just a fight. And she just, you know, that's when she gets a little short and then, you know, I, I do it too. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm just as guilty as her for being short and kind of hateful when stuff doesn't go right. But, um, you know, that's kind of where I step in when I get home from work. I, I, I give her the break that she, I give her quote unquote, not really give her, but she can go and, you know, go outside and take a breath and, and play around on TikTok or whatever she does on her phone. And, you know, I'll take her and, and kind of give her that quote unquote, give her that time away. I feel bad when I say give her or let her, like, I feel like I'm cracking the whip, like, oh, you can't do it until I say so. But that's not the case. Um, but yeah, she gets her break. And and then when she's kind of decompressed and, and calmed down a little bit, she'll come back in and I get my little break or, or whatever. So that's kind of what we do um, with that. But yeah, she still still doesn't listen to her very much. And still there's there's other stuff. She's like, no, I'm not doing that when I tell her. So it's it's a, it's a juggling act for us still. So it's a pretty much exactly the way we do it. Um, or, you know, for all intents and purposes, whether that's intentional or not, that's how we do it. I've talked to one other guy, I think one other guy that I remember anyway about this and, and he, you know, it, it happened with him too. He basically just uh, like his whole way of handling it was more a a matter of i guess mental toughness Uh, i feel like i'm using that word a lot or that that, those two words a lot lately but he didn't really have any technique 
it's just that he had he had six kids at this point and he had done it enough to know that you know what he was what he was doing was working and it was going to work and no matter how bad they complained or, or whatever because right now he is uh he is libby he is he is gloria uh, in in his life so you know he, they aren't really uh listening to him they aren't really paying attention to him that much and he is affected by it but he knows that from past experience if he just keeps on keeping on that it'll come back around it may even yeah. change 180 yeah to where, to where you know that they are uh ignoring the mom or whatever yeah so and and also like uh something i tried to tell gloria is uh, you know they are young still but they are people and yeah just like you or me we treat we treat people differently yeah so i mean i'm sure with your with your mom and dad you've got a different relationship with with each of them yep maybe uh maybe you're more uh liberal with your mom maybe you cuss around her all the time whereas with your dad you you know you don't ever cuss or something you know something like that i don't know right but i, I try to tell her that it was you know just a matter of he reacts to you because you are who you are and you know and he maybe you're more loving or whatever and, and that makes him feel like you can get away with more right but I've, another, I have, another thing another thing real quick is I think it's a mom thing, to be honest, not to, to down on the moms, but like they're, they're closer quote unquote, cause they carried the kids. So I think it's kind of like a, Hey, I can get away with this. It's kind of, it's not something they think about. Like it's just in their subconscious, like it's, you know, it's in the back of their head or it's ingrained in them or something like that, that, Hey, you know, mom is is the end all be all because they don't know yet until they go through that class or they learn about it but mom is the one that carried me mom is you know the one that protected me while I was forming and and all that and they you know there's a more connection so to speak with the mom um that's why they bond so quickly I think to also another thing that I know we I think we both struggled through when they were first born it took me a while to bond with my daughter and I'm you're shaking your head. So I assume it took you a little bit to bond oh, with yeah. your son. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> but um I think it's kind of along that line too, or they think they can they can get away with a little bit more with mom than with dad. But I'm not that's I can't probably got not a doctor, but that's just me <laughs> using other examples of of that, like the whole bonding thing and and the uh it's it's kind of like innate or whatever yeah that probably has a little bit to do with it um i mean just throughout time there there's been a, a mat uh i guess i guess a trend of moms being more maternal and caring and you know loving and what have you and we know from dating that if you give like that a lot that people will sometimes take advantage of you <laughs> yeah so, for sure so it is just the same with raising a kid if you you know if you give and give and give then they're going to start taking and taking and taking yeah but that that does lead me into a different thing that you may or may not have anything to say and, and if not then we'll we'll be moving right on by but jackson has taken to hitting he will uh, try to hit gloria he will 
Um, he does like, I guess he tries to hit me, but it's so ridiculous what he's doing that it's like, like I just hold, I hold up my hand and wait for his arm to come in contact. Mm-hmm. So it's not really even a hit. It's like blocking I, that I guess, punch. <laughs> yeah. I guess maybe he's doing something. Yeah. 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 Like he even, <laughs> it's almost like he claps his hands and then draws yeah. back first or something. Yeah. But I guess maybe he does it a little bit differently with her because he's, he's actually made contact with her more than once. Dang. So is this just uh, a young boy thing or, or uh, do young girls go through this? Uh, yeah, we've gone through it a little bit. It's more, um, what the hell? Oh, um, sorry. It's more of a, uh, she does it when she gets mad. Um, she'll not like haul off and try to hit you, but like she'll flail her arms and, you know, start kicking her feet. And I mean, she's kicked me in the chest. She's kicked me in the junk. She's kicked me. <laughs> you know, in the stomach, she's kicked me in the face, hit me in the face. Like, you know, it just, cause she's mad and she's just blah, flailing and throwing a fit. But, um, as far as like hauling back and trying to hit me, like uh, what I assume you're trying to, what you're talking about out of the blue kind of, no, she doesn't do that. Um, she does it more with the dogs, which is kind of weird. Cause we've been from day one, you know, Hey, no, you can't do that to the dogs. Uh, you need to love the dogs. And I mean, she doesn't do it all the time, but like, Today, she got a doctor set and it had, I think, like the thing you hit your knee with to check your reflex. It had a plastic one and she was going over to the dog. Now, granted, she was trying to play doctor with it, but she was like tapping her on the head. And I'm like, hey, no, 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 you can't. She wasn't like wailing on her, but she was just, you know, tapping real lightly. And I was like, hey, no, you can't, can't be hitting the dog. Like, don't be doing that. So it's kind of that. Uh, she's more now like she'll grab the, this is horrible. I should laugh, but she'll grab like the dog's paw. <laughs> And won't let it go and the dog's like yeah give me my sh- give me my arm back and uh or my leg and you know we have to hey you know let go don't be mean like it's more of that kind of thing but that's not an everyday thing i think i saw her do that like a few weeks ago and then just now i had to tell her hey don't hit on the dog like i don't know a couple hours ago <laughs> but it's not really a, a big thing with us unless she's unless we piss her off which yeah we do that at least three or four times a day, at least, you know? <laughs> yeah. I've, with Jack, it is more when he's angry. He, he doesn't just out of the blue hit her oh, okay. uh, it's because, it, you know, he wants something that we won't give him. Uh, it, oftentimes he's, all, you know, he's also tired too, but the fact that, it, you know, he's hitting it all. I was just curious if that was something you had, because I mean, every kid's going to start it. Uh, so it's not like, I'm like, Oh my God, my son's hitting. It's just, you know, are you dealing with it? And, uh, you know, how are you if you were? Because we yeah, are, just, you know, we're all, oh, <clears throat> Go ahead. I just, I say, and we're, you know, we're just taking it as it comes. And, you yeah, know, I'm mean, telling him no. Yeah, that's what we're, you know, hey, you can't do that. That's not nice. You know, you that's, that's um, whatever. You need to be a good girl, you know, stuff like that. Like, you know. <laughs> the simple, the, the basics. When yeah. It comes they, to, hey, to hitting. Yeah. Yeah. It's not nice. Don't do it. Keep your hands to yourself. Yeah. You know, that kind of, yeah. And that's all not to hit. It's all you can really do. I mean, cause if you, if you resort to physical violence when they're hitting, then they're just going to think it's okay. Um, yeah. you know, I mean, now I'm not, you know, I've swatted a few times on the butt, but it's, that's last resort for me. But, um, you know, it's never been for hitting. It's been for, Hey, you're not listening or whatever, or you did something I told you 17 times not to do. And I'm tired of it kind of thing, but yeah, we don't, that to me is just, uh, it's just going to reinforce that behavior. So 
I don't even, when she starts hitting, I don't even think, Hey, I'm going to smack her back or I'm going to kick her back or whatever. No. Cause that's just going to make her do it more. Well, I mean, I'd always heard growing up that, you know, like, Oh, my son bit me until one day I bit him back and then he stopped. So uh, yeah. I guess really hey. <laughs> if, uh, so that happened to you. Yeah. I bit my mom twice. And on the third time she bit me back right here, somewhere on each one side where I bit her not hard, not to break skin, not even to leave a mark, just enough to, Hey, that hurts. Stop. You know? And I never bit her again. <laughs> so maybe next time he like hits Gloria, she just needs to like draw back and, you know, punch him <laughs> as hard as she can in the face. And maybe then he won't hit her again. Maybe. I don't know. It's a whole go, drinking. Just to go. It's a whole, whole drinking bleach and, sh- and shit to make you immune. <laughs> I was going to say that just to take it back real old school. Yeah. I don't know that anybody should listen to those early episodes. (laughs) If you did, then, oh man. Like, I feel like I I really do hate that we have those because so many people are like, well, I'm going to listen to it maybe, but I'm going to start at one. And then they start at one and they're like, oh God, this is awful. And then they never come back and, you know, see that we like progressed and changed and whatnot. Yeah. But if they can't get our, our sense of humor, like, you can obviously tell in those that we're joking and and stuff like that then you know yeah that was back when we were recording on one track and like yeah I only like edit certain things yeah okay so we uh i guess can transition on into the more fun part of the episode the uh i don't know our, our top five top fives because it's it almost <laughs> seems like we have five of them so uh, i guess uh how many do you have you said three yeah, I've got three if we need to, you know, if we uh, need all of them. So if we need them all, then uh, we'll go ahead and start with you, though, uh, since if we need them all, you, we'll alternate. All right. Let me pull it up here. All right. Uh, my top five. This is a we were talking a little earlier. This is the one I not threw together because I've been thinking about it for a little bit. But um, the top five songs I jam when I feel down or depressed, like on my way home from work or when I'm outside smoking or if I'm whatever if i'm just you know down or or out down and out or depressed or not really pissed off because these aren't like rage songs but not rage against the machine but like raw rage um but yeah top five songs i jam when i'm when i feel down or depressed number five i am the highway by audio slave i don't know why chris cornell is i don't know man he's my kurt cobain uh you know i like nirvana and all but audio slave slash um God, why am I drawing a blank? Uh, Soundgarden. Yeah, Soundgarden. Sorry. Wow. Whew. That's a bad, bad. Yeah, Sound Soundgarden slash Audio Slave. That's those are my. That's my Nirvana. Um, so yeah, I am the highway. It just speaks to me. I have no idea what the song's about. Uh, it's very. I've been trying. That's on my list of songs to analyze, but I don't even have a handle on it yet. I kind of do, but not really. But that's number five. Number four, um, this is kind of a certain mood when I'm down and depressed, if something, but it's just one that I always gravitate to. Uh, You're No Different by Ozzy Osbourne. Throwing a little classic rock there. That's a good one. Um, Basically, when somebody is putting you down or whatever, uh, he's basically saying, hey, you're no different than me. Like, you do the same shit I do. Why are you putting me down? Kind of thing. That's how I feel about it. It's a good one. It makes me feel better when I'm down and out. Number three, we broke this one down. Um, this has got to be on either, you know, if you like this kind of music, it's got to be on your list somewhere. Down in Hole by Allison Chains. Uh, That's a good one. Cla- classic. Um, 
it is what it's it is what it says you're down in a hole like you're down and out depressed um third or number two this one's crept up recently uh where i've seen them live a few times uh now twice now actually uh world keeps spinning by theory of a dead man it's kind of a newer track um from them not like recent recent but it's not you know um i hate my life or bitch came back or anything like that any of those classics but yeah world keeps spinning it's kind of a i don't know i don't know why it would be but it just it hits me a lot of the lyrics the way he puts them together and the way it's constructed it just the way it flows together it kind of hits me um basically you know world keeps spinning even though you have problems the world's gonna keep spinning so you just gotta deal with it but and my this this song number one for me is my all-time favorite song period end of story i can listen to it when i'm pissed off when i'm down and out when i'm happy any kind of emotion and it'll bring me kind of back to center uh buried alive by Avenged sevenfold um it's just my we've talked about it before i think um it's just my that's my back to center song um it's uh if you've never heard it go listen to it um starts off with a really acoustic clean guitar and then the chorus kicks in and goes back to clean back to heavy and then it stays heavy for the end but um the first the opening like three or four lines just really speak to me i'm not gonna recite them (laughs) but um yeah that's they just speak to me and make me when i hear that first it starts with a like i said that soft acoustic clean and he does like a slide and you can hear like his fingers moving on the strings. And just when I hear that, I'm just like, oh, yes, please let me shut up. Leave me alone. I close my eyes. I lose, you know, lose all cares. And and uh, yeah, it just brings me right back to at least not as bad as I was. So most of the time, though, it will bring me right back to where I need to be. Right on. That's a really good list. It made me it, it made me realize that I am both unable to create one of my own that fast and that if i were to create one it would have to be more much more narrow like 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 top five of in seven fold songs i listen to when i'm down or uh at, at the most like top five country songs that i listen to when i'm down i i couldn't there's no way i could narrow it you know it all down to just five it, it just in this period you know this short period of time there's that would have been beyond me and in, in my mental acuity but that's a good one and I will go back when I go back through, I've already forgotten now because you know, I, how forgetful I am, but when <laughs> wink, I go back wink. through, yeah, I will, uh, uh, be sure to mark those down or at least the ones that are, uh, that I had forgot and give them a listen because you had a, it's been a while since I've even listened to that. I've been sevenfold song. I know which one you're talking about and I've heard it many, many times, but, uh, off the top of my head, I can't remember virtually anything about it. I keep wanting to think that you, uh, even w- before you said it, I was like, he's going to say a Vince Sevenfold. And then he's going to say that. Uh, I can't even think of the song or uh, the song title, but it's like uh, something with line in it. Like the, the chorus is like uh, take oh, me danger to line. Something. Danger line. Yeah. Danger because line. I, yeah. I remember that That's it was something that didn't rhyme with anything else in the song. Um, I was like, like that, it's the actual, on. The end of the chorus is what made me not like the song because oh, it's really? just like everything, everything's kicking, everything's rhyming. And then get to the end of that chorus and they're like, danger line. And I'm like, you couldn't take the time to rhyme something with line. 
come on bro yeah. anyway same album though yeah 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 that's that's probably what made me think about it so okay good like i said good list and i will try to come back later on i don't see why i mean we don't have to do these every week but when we no. do we can have a few top fives everybody loves the top five yeah and it's not something i'm going to be able to necessarily cut into a clip because i mean we talk about each selection but yeah uh, you know the people that do listen that they could give their opinions if you want and uh you know do that anywhere by the way uh you, you've got my you can hit me at Corey Wayne 33 at Proton. Uh, I can't remember the rest. Maybe it's proton.mail or I don't know. Google it. Um, Dan's got an email that you would never be able to uh, decipher. So just look for him on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. um, we're all over social media. You know, leave us leave us your thoughts on this. When it give comes us your out. own top fives. Yeah, give us your own. Um from or of a different topic and then i can tell yeah. you how bad it is and come up with one that's better <laughs> um, when this comes out a month and a half from now so as far as uh let's uh, i'm going to do it in reverse order of have have how i have it written down because it just seems more appropriate to do these the first one last so my first top five is top five professional wrestlers of all time Ooh, I was and I thought of this, this or my favorite wrestlers. I thought of that one, but this is uh this is definitive for anyone that's that's uh curious. This is what they call uh, in comic books uh canon. So mm. if you uh if you're wondering what the top five is, you know, like you were gonna Google it or whatever, it's gonna it's gonna link to this in some way, form or fashion. So number five, <laughs> we have Sting from basically WCW NWA, a little bit uh sprinkle in some AEW there. But Sting uh, definitely belongs on the uh, quote unquote Mount Rushmore. There's five, so, so it's not so colorful. Blonde haired Sting or NWO Sting? Just Sting. That that's why he's on here because it's Sting okay. all across the board because okay, you know cool. he, he's done so much. Oh yeah, uh, throughout his no, career. I'm, I'm not arguing. I'm just I'm just wondering. That's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know that I could uh, that I could necessarily. Um, I, I guess I could rank the Sting incarnations because he also had like a Joker incarnation and yeah, uh, he's had the the no face paint Sting. So yeah, that's, that's something to look into. Uh, top five lists are addicting. That's why yeah, they, all these uh, all these websites like they all have this clickbait where it's like top ten this and top ten that. I'm not yeah. trying to waste your time with no top ten, but because <laughs> you can read a lot faster than I can talk. So number four, we've got John Cena. I hate to do it. I don't like him. Wow. I'm not a fan, but his his length of t time spent in wrestling, his time spent on top, his quick journey to the top. It seems like he was uh, thug life for like six months, and then suddenly yeah. he was. You can't see me. Yeah, uh, 14 time world champ. Yeah. So, uh, but that, and then you 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 combine. I don't know if you can hear that, but I keep hitting this spring with my pen. <laughs> um anyways i'm sure that'll come out in editing somebody will fix that but you take his wrestling career and you combine it with the work he's done for make a wish i think he's done more make a wish than any other person ever yeah so he that definitely puts him up here on on my top five for number sure. three we have rick flair the nature Ooh. boy Woo! yep Kent and and you could see we are automatically tightening up we things are getting real it, uh, in rarefied air as they say yeah but as we as we reach here toward the uh, number one and i don't need to say much about rick flair we all know who he is 
Yeah. And I'm sure that there's a lot of your lists out there that uh, where he's number one. And um, as as incorrect as that list is, that uh, I can't argue with the fact that you have him there. He's a legend, and he's yeah. still alive. Um, yeah. Still throwing chops every time Sting has a match. But and he's he's like going to have one more. Puppy. He's going to have one more match. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure that Flair will be there, uh, you know, tagging I'm along talking, obediently. I'm talking Sting and Flair. That's Sting's retirement match. Uh, well, he's that? not he's not going to wrestle flair flair's just going to be there oh i thought he was wrestling flair no at, uh, uh, uh revolution yeah it's one it next it's, year it's uh it's him and darby allen versus somebody oh i thought it was him and yeah. flair hm, my bad ah, god i can't imagine his carrying flair through a match like that flair can't wrestle sting Sting's no. still doing dives to the outside <laughs> uh no, number two we have uh call it what you want the immortal hollywood hulk hogan Ooh, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I've learned more and more about the man over, as time go- has gone on. He's not a good person. Uh, he would nope. just as soon lie to you as tell you the truth. Yeah. But with that being said, he was on top of the wrestling scene for virtually half of my life. Yeah. And I can't deny the impact that he's had and the lives that he's affected. And I think that I sit perfectly content putting him at a strong number two. And I've made you wait long enough. I know that you've all been just eagerly, eagerly wondering what number one was. And I'm not going to keep you in suspense anymore. Number one, greatest wrestler of all time. uh, Best uh, in in whatever category you want to rank, I suppose you could say, is Christian Cage from AEW. Yep. (laughs) And I think that uh, everyone will agree with me that uh, he is undoubtedly the, the greatest uh, he is the top heel right now. He's been the top heel at multiple times in his career. Um, yeah. Top face at a couple of times as well. And uh, most of that time was spent in impact and a little bit as a, as a tag champ. But as, as a wrestler, as a uh, commentator, as a, as a talker on the mic, as a, as a dad of the year, I just think you combine all that and you can't help but put Christian Cage number one, greatest wrestlers of all time. Hey. So uh, that is one of my top fives. We will move on to yours. And I think we're going to go ahead. We'll probably be good with just your second one and then my second one, and we'll kick on out of here. All right. Well, if we're going to do that, then I won't do the the sadder of the two for me anyway. I'll stick with the happy. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, yeah, we'll stick with the happy top five sports moments. I'll always remember for me. So that is my top five list. Um, I have an OLI, uh, Super Bowl 44, New Orleans versus Indy, um, where New Orleans kicked the onside kick to start the second half. And sorry, Corey, but they beat Peyton Manning. Um, <laughs> but that's my, you know, Drew Brees was my guy. I uh, followed him at Purdue. Um, so if you remember what school he went to. Yeah, buddy. That's my guy, man. Other than Brady. What if you already had kids back then. <laughs> uh, all right. So now we'll get into the meat of my top five. Number five, 1998 NBA Finals Game 6, Chicago versus Utah, where Michael Jeffrey Jordan, the go to basketball, no argument, period, stop, end of story. I don't care what you have to say. <laughs> He uh, won his what should have been eighth in a row, but the NBA made him retire for two years. 
that's a story for another day. But yeah, he won his sixth ring in a row for him. And uh, yeah, that just solidified him as, as the GOAT going 6-0 and in finals. Number number four. These, I don't know, you might be a little touchy with these two, but whatever. Number four, 1996 World Series Game 6. Oh, no, you'll hate this one. New York Yankees versus Atlanta Braves. Uh, wow. Yankees won. That was my first um, uh, time seeing any of my favorite teams win a world title. I remember it very clearly. Uh, well, I at least remember what my dad did after I was only six at the time. That will give you your your year that you were looking for in the earlier parts of this episode. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I remember, I don't remember the score. I, I mean, I could look it up and, and lie to you, but I don't remember the score, but I do remember it happening. And I remember my dad going outside and with the dog and screaming his head off in excitement and i followed him and did the same thing sorry that's two on here that you'll hate me for well actually probably three but um anyway number three uh the 2009 world series game six new york yankees and philadelphia phillies uh they won their 27th title last one as of late that's, you know, pretty self-explanatory for me. I was actually that I was in college at the time um, and growing up in New England, it was hard being a New York Yankees fan. And I was sitting in our dorm room and they had, they flew, were flipping through the channels and uh, we were kind of partying and uh, it was the end of game six when the Yankees won. And I ran down the hallway screaming, almost got in trouble, almost got rode up and almost got my ass kicked because I was the only Yankees fan down the hall and everybody else were Red Sox fans. So yeah, that was kind of memorable with me. Number two, this is the the sad part of this list. This one, um, the 2001 Daytona 500. If you follow racing at all, you'll know that is the Daytona 500 where we lost the late great Dale Earnhardt Sr. Um, but the bright, quote unquote, bright side of that that gave my favorite driver after that a chance to to uh, come into everybody's view kevin harvick he took over for earnhardt after he died um so yeah i'll never i will never forget that day um mike helton coming on the press conference afterwards saying you know we've lost dale earnhardt and we all just oh my god like what the hell and uh, a little bit of more sad news uh, that he died two days after my mom's dad so my maternal grandfather passed away so that was kind of shitty but I'll always remember those, you know, that's how I get those two. I used to get them mixed up, but I know he died first, my grandfather. So, yeah. Anyway, that one's memorable for two reasons. And number one, uh, Super Bowl 51, New England Patriots versus Atlanta Falcons, the greatest meltdown in football, Super Bowl sports, probably history, 28-3, come back go into overtime first overtime game in super bowl history patriots have the opening drive overtime go down score a touchdown that's all she wrote history books closed tom brady's fifth fifth ring yep uh so yep that's uh that's number one for me i remember watching that with my dad we were both sitting there telling each other hey if they would just do this or get you know if they could get an interception here or make a stop here or whatever and it seemed everything we said that they need to do it seemed like it happened uh so yeah that was that was pretty cool uh it's kind of reminded me of 96 where we both 
went out screaming in the in the yard afterwards but uh being from new england and, and patriots fans but yeah that's my uh top six quote-unquote memorable sports moments that i will never forget uh yeah those are so bad <laughs> that i had to come up with my own <clears throat> uh real quickly because uh just based on time and the fact that i don't have years for these i got two olis the the first oli was the colorado rockies run to the title they won like i don't know 18 19 in a row and then lost four in a row to the boston red sox they had like nearly a month off because they they won so many in a row yeah um i was uh i was super into that i was living in uh, denver it was a really exciting time uh, right after that, uh, literally, I think right after that, maybe a year, two years, something like that, the Denver Nuggets made a run to the finals. And yep. uh, I actually can't remember who they lost to. Was it uh, LA? No, uh, it wouldn't be LA. Um, uh, well, actually, actually, remember. it was the Western Conference Finals mm-hmm. and they lost to LA. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I don't know if LA went on to win because I stopped watching at that point. But yeah, that was that was the year. I think the first year that they had uh, Chauncey Billups. They'd gotten him from Detroit, and he was, you know, finally getting mellow, kind of under control, and it was just great times. So then moving to the top five real quickly. Uh, top five was when UT beat Alabama in 2022. That was it. It didn't really mean anything necessarily for the year as as a whole. But it was a really exciting game for me. I remember it uh, being super, um, you know, super exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so number four, we've got, and this has a uh, its own cliche title, but I don't remember what it is. But the uh, number four is the miracle in Nashville when the Titans threw that, uh, um, whatever they call it, when you throw it um, straight down the the. Um, Straight down the line of scrimmage, and he oh, caught it. A and, lateral, yeah, through the lateral, and, and he caught it and ran it. And some people said it was on, you know, it was a forward lateral, and and he ran it all the way for the touchdown, and they, they ended up making it to the uh, Super Bowl, where they ended. Up, they finally lost to the Rams. That was the one yeah, by, where like, they, uh, by like two yards or something like that. Yeah, came up short yeah. like by a yard or two. Yeah. Uh, number three, we've got the '95 MLB champion Braves. That was the first time they had won a, a championship in my life. I think first time in, in decades. But they had, uh, you know, they'd been there in uh, 92, I think it was, and came up short. And then uh, maybe even 91, too, because they lost, like, they lost to the, the Blue Jays at least once. I remember hating the Blue Jays so bad. Maybe the Twins, too. Hmm. But anyway, they won in 95. And then uh, my number two is the Braves 2022 championship. And then my number one sports event of my lifetime, um, yeah, we'll just stick with my lifetime. Um, and this is all very compact because I didn't really care about sports enough prior to this. But number one is when Hogan turned and created the NWO. Ooh, yeah. And that was not a necessarily, you know, sport sport, but it was professional. And it was a complete surprise and it changed the world and it changed uh, wrestling forever. So I had to, I had time to make my own little top five there. Um, it ended up a top seven because I was like, oh, wait, I forgot about UT. And then, oh, uh, Braves 2022 isn't number one. Hogan is. 
So uh, moving on real quickly to my top, uh, my last top five, and that's top five dad stuff. Ooh. And it's just in general, top five things that you typically associate with a happy dad. Hmm. And these don't uh, necessarily come with too much description. So I'm just going to hit them uh, pretty quickly here. Number five, we've got fresh, uh, fresh cut lawn. Dads love a fresh cut lawn. They love the smell of it. <laughs> yep. They love having, you know, a neatness out front and everything being in its place. Number four, dads love quiet. We deal with, you know, our kid, uh, work, our significant others all day long. And you know, there are times when we just needed to be quiet. And yeah. when that, when we get that, we tend to cherish it. So that's a, that's definitely top five dad thing. Number three, top five dad stuff, dad thing, dad activity is uh nostalgic buys. Dads are all the time buying, you know, that uh, model 1965 Mustang that they loved so much or that, uh, that Superman that they they weren't able to get for their 12th birthday or, or you know, whatever the case may be. You're, you're out here as an adult, you're 35, 40, whatever the case may be, and you've got some dispensable income and you are going to spend it on, you know, some stuff that for you, some stuff that, that you remember from your childhood or that, or that takes you back to a better place. Hey, I've in, got, in, our, uh, in, our, in our later segment, I have one of those. So nostalgic buys. So stay tuned. Uh, uh, if, if you were able to look around me, you would see that I'm full of that sort of thing. Yep. <laughs> so number two, dads love a good set of tools. We'd love to have a tool ready for whatever might come our way. Even, you know, whether you are a mechanic, whether you are a carpenter, whether you are an accountant, you know, you'd love to have a good set of tools that you can immediately go to and you can tighten that chair leg or hammer that a picture frame in the wall or whatever the case may be. We, we just love being uh, useful and, and, and having that, like, it's almost like having weapons. They just make us feel yeah. strong. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, top five dad thing, coffee, man. Dads love coffee. True. We just can't get enough. We drink so much of it that it, it doesn't even help us anymore. No. We just drink it because we are addicted to the idea of drinking coffee. And don't want to get it. And Yeah. You do, I drink it to avoid a splitting caffeine headache. So you can't get away from coffee as a dad and love it or hate it. Most of us do love it. And it is quintessential dad. And I've talked to enough dads uh, to know that if they don't have their own company, they're definitely buying coffee regularly from uh, some other company. Oh, yeah. So that's uh, number one in my top dad, top five dad stuff. So list. Uh, if you, uh, I was uh, actually reading m previous to our interview, the uh, the timer in the top right-hand corner counted down to zero. And when I said we would skip your last one, it was uh, like, I didn't know that it was actually counting up. So mm -hmm. if you want to get that one out of the way, we can. If you don't feel like yeah. uh, going the sad route, all right, no, go ahead and knock, right. go ahead and knock out quick. your last top five, and then we'll move on to our, uh, I actually got an, uh, I don't have a dad joke, but I have a joke that I had picked out for, uh, you know, just in case I had another episode by myself. So cool. I'll, uh, I'll share that one too. So cool. go ahead. Yeah, this one, uh, I won't give too much explanation. I'll just tell you kind of what they are and, and all that. And you'll understand from my previous list, why these are here. Top five sports moments I want to forget. So here we go. 
Number five, Super Bowl 46, uh, New England lost to the New York Giants for the second straight time. That's self-explanatory. Number four, 2017 ALCS, where those cheating fucking Astros beat the Yankees in game seven for banging on trash cans and having a buzzer under their fucking uniform. Sorry, but anyway, yeah, fuck the Astros. Number three, Super Bowl 42, the first time the Giants beat the Patriots, made them go 18-1 and instead of 19-0. and Self-explanatory. Number two, the 2004 World Series where Boston broke the curse. And you would think that would be number one, but no. The 2004 ALCS, where they came back from down 3-0 against my Yankees and were the first team in MLB history to do it, or probably not sports history because it happens in hockey quite a bit, it seems like. But yeah, anyway, they came back down 0-3 and went on to win eight straight and to win the World Series. And yeah, that sucks. I'd like to forget all those. Wish they never happened, but hey, here we are. I was saying there to myself that most of those were actually very uh, memorable, very good, uh, positive moments. Those, yeah. I remember specifically those two times that the Giants beat the Patriots. Those were wonderful days. Just like th- those were celebratory. I don't know why you would have those on days you'd want to forget. Well, those I'm a Patriots great. fan. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I guess. I, I don't know why. I, I think that I think the because I lived there I, for. I years? think it's just so hard for me to accept being a fan of the Patriots. It, it would be, it's like people that are people that say they're Cowboys fans. And I'm just like, but why? Like just, that's worse why? though. That's worse. I, I, see, I agree. I agree, but I'm, I just, it falls along the same lines with me. I just don't understand. See, at least, at least the Patriots have had recent history. We don't have to go back 30 years to find Patriots uh, dominance or, or wins or titles like you do with the freaking Cowboys. Like it's been since that what? 95. Like it's almost third, 28 uh, years ago. And they're still, uh, oh, this is our me. year. This is our year. No, 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 no. Just like this year. No, no, you, you <laughs> suck. You can't beat. you can't be good teams. You almost beat Miami, but almost doesn't count. You still suck. You're Cowboys. You're going to do Cowboy things. Just like the Mets. Just like we talk about the Mets. I hate the Mets because I'm a Yankees fan. You hate the Mets because they're your rival or they're your Braves. The Mets are going to Met. The the Cowboys are going to Cowboy. I think I hate the Phillies more than the Mets because I know the Mets are going to Met. But the Phillies Phillies are more than likely going to beat us in the NLCS and then go on to at least challenge for the World Series. So, uh, you know, I have good reason. And and and. The, what really irks me is that every time we get beat by the Phillies, we have the better team, uh, at least, you know, on paper, on paper, this yeah. past year, we we had zero pitching and I'm not going to get into that. But anyways, that was also a good one. And not at all sad. Like I thought, I thought you were going to be like, I mean, my, I'm the type of person that when I get a phone call, I'm like, Oh, who died? So when, <laughs> yeah. when you were like, Oh, this one's kind of sad. I was like, Oh my God. So is this like top five times? Like his daughter has hurt herself or something like that. I'm like, what, what am I going to have to sit through here? Like how, how sad is this going to be? So I'm glad that that was like actually more entertaining than, uh, than tear jerking. And now we will, I guess, jump in here to the end. This is a lightning fast episode compared to, to some of the ones I've been doing here lately, but uh, that's just how these old ones went, I guess. So uh, let me pull up. Uh, where you're you're going to go I first. Have... Okay. Yeah, there's no reason to to stop. Um, we'll, we'll continue our trend of, of ending the episodes with a dad joke. This is just something that I had and uh, can't find anymore. 
Uh, is it there? There. That's not it. Did I not take a picture of it? Uh, uh -oh. You go ahead and go uh, because I don't have it anymore. <laughs> uh oh. Um, and then if All I right. uh, if I find it again, I will. Uh, I will. Uh, but before you finish, then then I will I will say it. So go ahead with yours. All right. So speaking of dad nostalgic buys, here we go. Joke championship right belt. I had a, I yeah. had every one of these when I was a kid and used to have this uh, stuffed Charmander that I would beat the shit out of and win belts. Anyway, we all did that as kids. Anyway, all right, dad joke. What do people from Boston call it when they get a good look at something? Do you need me to repeat that? Because it is kind of long. Uh, I, go ahead, go ahead and repeat it. Um, but it's not going to do any good. Okay. What maybe do people have, from? Go ahead. I was just going to say maybe somebody listening. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Sorry, man. Uh, what do people from Boston call it when they get a good look at something? I don't know. A propaganda. Propaganda. A propaganda. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. I could. Yeah. Okay. Um. That one is uh, better than the one I've got because I don't have one. And when I went back to try to find it again, it uh, it wasn't there. So uh, for those that I guess we'll skip last episode, I'll just try to uh, rehash uh, an old one. Uh, if you've heard it, then it's a complete waste of time. But if you've not heard it, at least I get half a win. So uh, this man goes to the doctor and the doctor's examining him and he says, uh, uh, you need to stop masturbating. And the man says, why? And he says, because I'm examining you. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Love it. So that, that one originally was worded better. I didn't use the same word twice, but um, that's the one that I used the, uh, at the most recent uh, interview. Um here's one that i was looking at that isn't very funny but it is in line with a dad joke uh, a blind man walks into a bar and a table and a chair <laughs> yes <laughs> and that's it that's a joke yes um so uh that one uh if nothing else i came with two so um even if if neither of them were good then maybe both of them together did, were like did half you, as did good. you watch that did you watch that reel i sent you the other day no, I accidentally uh, deleted your thread because uh, I, I was on the verge of sending you a text to Gloria, and uh, <laughs> that 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 happens far too often. Well, it was it was uh, another joke. Since you went a little risque, I guess I can go a little risque too. Um, uh, why don't they make pregnant Barbie dolls? I don't know. Because Ken came in a different box. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a good one. I'm definitely going to have to put that one up there. I will likely avoid maybe both of mine. Uh, maybe I'll hit the blind man. Uh, at least if it's uh, if it's roundly jeered, I can just say that uh, it wasn't my joke. Somebody else came up with it. So uh, I mean, I you don't you them. don't write them. I, I write yeah. all mine, but you know. Yeah, I don't write mine. I just steal mine. It's like a. It's like when I steal reels from the "You're Too Dead." <laughs> that's not going to work here because this no. is "You're Too Dead." Um, <laughs> but anyways, you know what I mean um so i guess that is going to do it here from us at your favorite daddy podcast uh, we are all dad all the time 
and veteran most of the time. So we hit two different uh, angles on life. And, uh, you know, if you don't, if you don't fit into one of them angles, then, um, you know, listen anyway, because yeah. you're funny. <laughs> yeah. And if you listen this far, then I don't know why I said that at all, because you're, you're just going to listen again. You're hooked yeah. already. Yeah. I don't know what it is that we did, but you're here. You're like <laughs> a fish in our net. You're not getting out. I don't eat fish though. So, so you're lucky. I'm just going to put you in a tank and keep you there for uh validation yeah I look at you in my, in my fish tank and think yes you are my for, you're my forever fan like some kind of sick psycho kidnapper uh so on that i guess uh i had so much other stuff like now that we're at the end i'm remembering we were going to do like a, a dad update and you know like where we are at and our dad lives and all this stuff so so much for that yeah um if you're not already, follow us wherever you most go to because we're likely there, unless it's X. But uh, anywhere else you might go to waste time, you're going to find us there. Oh, yeah. And uh, some some stuff I've actually started posting a couple things, you know, that didn't go everywhere. So if you if you like more of a, a personal touch, follow the Facebook page or the Instagram because the, uh, you know, the others, they don't always get like more of the family type reels but um other than that uh you know rate us five rate us 10 stars rate us twice yeah rate us five and then press okay and then go back in and do it again just, just yeah. be sure it worked and so uh, we're up to 12 on spotify now right right on right on uh, we're um right about 40 listeners on uh spotify as well so that's pretty cool, cool. Uh, it's not like every listener listens to every episode which by God, you should, I don't know why you're yeah. not, but, right. um, they, uh, just, you know, they are slowly, slowly building up. So that's always a good thing to see. And, uh, I don't really pay attention to the numbers too much ever since that one reel went viral two times yeah. on TikTok. I've kind of stopped paying attention to the numbers because I was like, Oh, now I've got 500 followers. Like I'm going to have 500 views on every on every video no no that no that didn't happen at all it rose like maybe 10 i got like i got like over 400 extra followers or about 400 extra followers and it rose about 10 average views per video so i, I stopped paying attention at that point this is just something that uh you know it's fun and uh i'm gonna expand into other things that are fun maybe uh you know if you uh get some time you can um i haven't done the first episode yet so i don't know how it's going to go but for as far as that ecw if you get some time maybe you can watch one of them uh pay-per-views in advance and then when we get to uh whichever one you watch you jump in and we'll do an episode there sure uh i don't know how long that one's going to go don't know if it'll go long at all these are all just kind of uh test shows that i'm going to do and, right uh, and see if one of them catches my fancy I don't expect any of them to really, you know, leap into the stratosphere and, and make me a million dollars. But, uh, you know, if one of them is fun to do, then I'll probably add two podcasts. I've got this one pretty well down as far as like the editing and everything. I've got a lot, got my free time back. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready to give that up again in, in the service of a, a second podcast. So, so we'll see, or a, a live podcast, whatever it is. I don't know if, if, uh, if I do live or not, um, he definitely wants me to, and I definitely told him I would, but I don't know if I will. We'll see. 
Uh, anyways, you guys all out there in Radio Land, you have a good Wednesday or a good whatever day you're watching this. And uh, and uh, not to give out our secret, but Dan, you have a good weekend. And yeah, man. I guess I'll uh, stay in touch. I've added you. I sent you an invite for a show so far in, in January. I think and, I got uh, it. Yeah. And um, I don't remember when it is, but uh, if, if I don't see you uh, until then, I'll definitely see you that day. Cool. So you take it easy and uh, I will check everybody later. Yeah. Check you later. What the hell are you doing this for, anyway? Wide up is my friend. Hell, I got lots of friends. I don't. <laughs>